0: Arizona State had a press conference today following National Signing Day yesterday. I'm here to give you all the updates and the information you need to know on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash the today to get started. Hello, all my favorite people, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On podcast network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bratchon. I'm your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, this podcast is free and available on all platforms. So wherever you're getting your podcasts, make sure that you hit like subscribe follow and turn on notifications to get an update when we post new content and stay in touch with that content by following me on twitter at richiebrads36 and the podcast at lo underscore sundables guys we got to talk about arizona state obviously but a focus on the recruiting class and what the team is looking forward to moving forward so with with today's experiences they had all the assistant coaches all the coordinators available to us to talk to and they also had Kenny Dillingham host a conference so we're going to be breaking all of that down me personally I got to speak with three of the coaches individually I got to speak with wide receiver coach Rashad Samples uh former interim head coach and running backs coach Sean Aguano and defensive coordinator Brian Ward I also was able to collect a few different quotes while I was down there from guys like uh uh Coach, coach baldwin excuse me so taking a look uh here's what was said from oh my goodness where are my quotes i'm supposed to have them up here maybe maybe i'm blind i'm not sure where they went well they're somewhere i have quotes somewhere from uh coach baldwin but for now we'll focus on the ones that i know i have for sure so Taking a look at Brian Ward first, the new defensive coordinator. Brian Ward coming down from Washington State. They went from a very mediocre defense to one of the top units in the Pac-12. It wasn't overnight, but they certainly were able to get great success out of Brian Ward. So I got to sit down and ask him, you know, tell me about the defensive success and everything. And the direct quote I have from him is as follows. The culture that was set there was set on toughness, playing hard playing fast and playing together. I'm a firm believer in guys doing their 111th 11th and guys understanding their responsibility and role to each other. I think football is a consummate and the ultimate team sport. We have to coach it. We have to teach it that way. That's the same thing we're looking for here at Arizona state. We're looking for guys that are going to do their 11th, play hard, play fast, play together. They're not going to be big play hunting. They're going to trust how we train them, how we build them up their ability is going to take over as long as they're knowing what they need to do when they need to do it. I'm excited to see the growth of this defense. I feel like we have a lot of ability. It's just a matter of getting all these guys on the same page and playing unselfish, passionate defense. Here's what I take away from that. I love that he said they're not going to be big play hunting. So we're not going to be seeing this defense constantly be looking for the pick sixes and the scooping scores and the big hits and everything. We're going to be focusing on this defense, doing everything fundamentally correct, which at times was lacking from Arizona State's defense last year. There were times where it felt like the simple tackles that the team needs to make just weren't there, and there were too many arm tackles, and there wasn't enough effort consistently from all 11 players. He mentions he wants everyone to do their 1-11th. Everyone needs to do their job, and they need to do it well in order for this defense to execute well and as consistent as, As it needs to be. So, this is all really important stuff that Brian Ward is bringing down from Washington State. He talks about the fundamentals of everything. He talks about how we need to have these guys playing unselfish. They need to be playing passionate. And there's more that he talked about here that I'm going to get to right now. I asked him about the new leadership with all the transition and everything that's coming out. He said, and I quote, This isn't anything new for me in my career. Going to Washington State, we were returning six starters. We felt like as long as we stick to the core principles of getting the guys to play really hard, understanding what they can learn and how they can learn it fast and apply it on the practice field in the spring and carry it into the fall and into the games. That's what led to our success. Playing great defense comes down to great effort, knowing what you're supposed to do and great tackling. That's what we're going to focus on. So looking at spring ball, they're going to be really focusing in and honing in on the fundamentals. Brian Ward made it a point to mention that they had to deal with a lot of losses at Washington State, but they were able to overcome it because they had so many guys that were able to step up, do their jobs correctly, do them when they needed to do them, and overall, just take that next step that they needed to take in order to overcome the losses on the defensive side of the ball. He mentioned there was only a handful of guys and the secondary that came back. And Washington State had a very good passing defense this past year. So understanding the assignments is really, really big for him. And then I got to ask him about his thoughts on the transfers that are coming in. He said, as we continue to get to know some of these guys and get to know what they're about, we're holding them to the fire. We're holding these guys accountable and guys that it means a lot to. They're going to do the ordinary things the right way, being consistently great not occasionally good, is going to be the key to this defense. That's what it's going to come down to. We're still getting to know each other. This spring is going to tell us a lot about where we're at and where we need to be. Clearly, there's an emphasis here on these guys that are coming in in order to become those leaders. Because one of the things that Arizona State is losing is a lot of leadership. Merlin Robertson and Kyle Soley are gone. Corey Bethley is gone. Nesta Jade Silvera is gone. Trevez Moore is gone. There is a lot of changes to this defense and it's going to be on some of the more veteran guys to step up and be able to get the most out of all of their teammates and whatnot. So that's the next thing that he talked about. Finally, I got to ask him about the emphasis that they're going to be focusing on during the off season with spring camp coming up within the next month or so. This was a loaded question. He had a lot of really good analysis for me. So we're going to break it down piece by piece, piece by piece. First, our emphasis this spring is effort and really coaching effort, getting this team to play as hard and as fast as we can, getting guys to understand what great effort really means. There's going to be teams that run the ball really well, run to the ball really well, excuse me, but no one is going to run better than us. No one, no one is going to be better at running to the football than our defense. There's going to be teams that are as good, but nobody's going to be better. Our guys are going to understand and really believe when I say that. That's the first step, right? Is being able to get those guys to understand assignments, being able to coach that effort to play at 100% on every single down instead of taking plays off or anything like that. They're going to be talking about motivation for these guys to consistently be playing great football not just good football occasionally continuing number two we're going to have great energy energy is going to be the focus energy when you work out energy when you got to go to an academic session we're not just doing things to get through it we're doing things to get better we're bringing that energy and positive energy every day so maintaining that kind of attitude of trying to get better and not just trying to get through it is really, really important moving forward as well. To continue. And then footwork. and any athletic event, no matter what it is, everything is about your feet as an athlete. Training your feet is the most important thing because your feet take you where you want to go. Clean footwork is gonna give you an extra step or a half step on the guy you're trying to run against. And then fundamentals. Fundamentals about what to do how to do it, why you're doing it. Blocking and tackling, we're going to focus on those things. And I want to look at the end of spring and know our guys know exactly what the standard is. So that's the final thing is talking about effort, talking about energy, and then talking about the fundamentals with a big emphasis on the footwork, which is a very underrated aspect for these guys that are playing defense as you talk about footwork for running backs or offensive linemen and stuff like that but the fastest direction from point A to point B is a straight line and for the defenders they're going to be able to need that that correct pursuit angle and having those down is about your footwork and knowing where you need to be and how you need to get there so that's another really important aspect that coach Ward is going to be focusing on overall Brian Moore definitely feels confident in the group he has. He doesn't seem overwhelmed or anything in that kind of realm of possibilities when it comes to having so many new guys because he is, uh, as he stated, very used to having a lot of new faces on a defense, being able to get the most out of these guys. So clearly Brian Moore, very confident in himself moving forward. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they're the number one sports betting book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. There's so many different prop bets to take a look at on FanDuel. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your first no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner, of the NFL. Meanwhile, we are at the Senior Bowl right now. Get inside analysis from the hosts that cover the NFL's next generation of college and find out which NFL draft boards these players will be climbing all in one location. Subscribe to Locked On NFL Draft for nightly shows from the Senior Bowl on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. In other words, tonight is the last live show, so make sure you tune into that. Continuing my interviews that I was able to conduct, let's take a look first at uh, Rashad Samples. Samples is the new wide receiver coach. For those of you who don't know, he actually was with the Los Angeles Rams as one of their passing coordinators, and is a Super Bowl-winning coach for the for the Los Angeles Rams. Excuse me. He is bringing that energy down to, excuse me, he was a running backs coach. My apologies. He's bringing that energy now to Arizona State, and he's going to be really in on taking Arizona State's room to the next level as the wide receiver coach and the passing game coordinator. I asked him about the returning players because there was a lot of conversation about the guys that are coming in. He mentioned Mel Constaval and Troy O'Meara as guys that he's excited to get to work with. So I asked him his thoughts on the returning players, and he had this to say. I think it's good to have familiarity on the coaching staff to have trust. Anytime you have guys that can trust the staff, I think it helps the program. It helps us communicate that message we want down the line. When you got some guys that are already bought in, especially with a Aguano's with ability to lead that he's shown, it's going to be great for my role and the whole, and the whole team's role. So not just really good news for guys like Giovanni Sanders and Elijah Badger to be back, but also really good news for a guy like Sean Aguano to be back. When Aguano took over last year, that's when the team felt like it really took a step forward as an entire program. It felt like everyone just rebought into the program and became invested again when, when Coach Iguano had taken over. So this is something that Coach Samples has noticed and believes we'll be able to carry in to the next year. Asked him about his goals for spring ball. He had this to say, I want to see those guys compete at a high level every single day. Consistent. We're going to have to, we're going to have our ups and downs, but can we say on a straight and narrow, can we do the same things every day? Can we be repetitive in our greatness? Can we raise, excuse me, can we rise to master every single day, And maintain that consistency and energy to do those things so looking at what he's saying he wants these guys to be able to come out and just be ready to go he had mentioned um, that jake smith the incoming transfer from texas even though he hasn't played in a couple years is one of the vocal veterans that he is expecting to be a big presence in the locker room he's also expecting the rest of the guys like Elijah Badger, who we're all anticipating is going to take a big step forward to be able to take that step forward. Like he says, stay on the straight and narrow. Can we do the same things every day? Can we be repetitive? That's what he's going to be looking for. He's going to be looking for these guys to take those next steps forward. Finally, I got a chance to speak to Coach Iguano one-on-one and to echo what I've said before. So genuine. This is like the nicest guy in the world. And it was nothing but a pleasure to talk to him. So I asked Coach Iguano first and foremost what it meant to be back at Arizona State. He said this, it was exciting for me. For me, the excitement is to be at Arizona State. This is exactly where I want to be. My kids are here and my familiarity with Kenny and his energy, Kenny Dillingham, of course. And his knowledge brought a lot of different excitement to me and there's no place I'd rather be. Coach Kenny talks about, This is his dream job. Well, this is my dream job too. Even if it's as an assistant, it's still my dream job to be here and I don't plan on going anywhere else. The energy that Coach Raggle and Coach Amy bring to new coaches to the program, guys that are from here and wanting to be here, it's a different mindset, not only on the field and in the classroom, but from a recruiting perspective as well. You want guys that are bought into this program and into this mentality and into this culture and into taking that next step forward clearly sean aguano is one of those guys this is one of the reasons why kenny dillingham brought him back is because sean aguano has that mentality of wanting to make the sun Devils better and wanting to stick around for the long term kenny dillingham says that that's his dream job but guess what sean aguano says this is his dream job you have these guys like coach aguano and like coach dillingham who are coming in and clearly are all in and invested in activating the Valley, right? And getting this team to that next level. Iguano's just one of those guys. On the topic of recruiting, I asked him what the what the recruiting was like, what the coaches and transfers, what the Arizona ties are like, how that impacts everything. He said, it's huge because we can speak from experience, not only coaching the kids from Arizona that have left, but coaching the kids in Arizona that have stayed. Having the support staff, having family in town, representing Arizona State. We speak coming from experience, not someone coming from the outside world. We want to make sure that we build this thing with Arizona kids and the best kids. There are so many guys on the staff that have ties to Arizona and Arizona State. You have Coach Amy, who was coaching here and also played on the team. Uh, Coach Mons was one of the most, one of the most accomplished high school coaches in Arizona. You have the return of Sean Aguano, who also coached in Arizona. You've got so many guys who are coming back to Arizona and are investing their time into making Arizona State a program that's going to put emphasis on retaining the talent that's in-state. These kids want to play at Arizona State. The problem is they weren't reached out to, they weren't recruited hard enough by the program. And that's why so many kids didn't stay in Arizona, Mark Andrews, Kyle Allen, Christian Kirk, the list goes on and on on hometown talent that didn't stay in Arizona. They're putting an emphasis on changing that. Asked him one last question. I asked him about the effect of the recruiting moving forward, whether or not this is going to be an instant thing, or if this is going to be a process. And he told me, he said, quote, it is a process. You get that momentum of kids that are coming back from the transfer portal you're building that momentum into 2024. We want to solidify in 2025, but overall, you have to win in order for guys to be proud to be here at Arizona State. We're going to make sure we talk to every kid as far as far as anyone in college football in the state of Arizona, but the byproduct of winning keeps the kids here too. And that is the biggest thing to remember right now with this program is Recruiting is only going to go as far as this program can take them in terms of being able to coach these guys up, get them to the next level and generate wins. If you are not winning football games, kids aren't going to be coming to your program. Kids aren't going to be flocking to Arizona State with the mentality of knowing that they're going to lose a lot of football games. Rather, these guys are going to want to come to Arizona State and they're going to want to know that they're coming here and that they can win and that Arizona State is building something special that they can invest themselves in moving forward. That's just part of the process right now is knowing that wins do have to come eventually. They might not come in 2023, but in 2024 and in 2025, Arizona State needs to be on the winning track again in order for these kids to truly buy into the program and change the mentality forever. Thanks again for making us your first listen of the day. For your second listen, check out the brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the college basketball landscape. It's Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. We saved the best for last. I was given the opportunity to be in the crowd and talk to Coach Dillingham about everything that he was able to bring to the table here for Arizona state. So taking a look at everything that was said, he opened up the press conference with the following. He said a lot of work was put in by everybody at, at this city has a lot to sell. I'm pretty excited about it. So Dillingham right away was thanking all of his coaches, all of his staffing, all of the guys who helped recruit. And he also wanted to make sure that he thanked the city to thank the Valley for activating itself, to thank the Valley for getting involved and to thank everybody for becoming invested. And that continues to move forward for the team. He said, we didn't go on the road every day. We stayed home because that was our focus. Kenny Dillingham mentioned when he first got hired that he wants to recruit in Arizona again. Sean Aguano mentioned when he was promoted to the interim head coach that he wanted to focus on on recruiting, that's the word, on recruiting kids in the state of Arizona again. That was something that was important and pivotal to them. And clearly, they're all in on it. But asked about Jaden Rashada and his recruitment. Dillingham said, obviously, we have a relationship that goes pretty far back. In case you didn't know, Dillingham has been recruiting Rashada as far back as his days at Florida state. So there's a connection there with those two. He goes on to say, he would ask me questions even after his commitment. That's our job as coaches. You're not going to get every kid. My job is to build a relationship with these kids. I'd say mission accomplished because when you are able to have not just, you know, Jaden Rashada, we looked at Dante Moore when he was at Oregon and he had nothing but glowing things to say about Coach Dillingham and everything that he brought to the table. This guy clearly knows what it means to recruit and what it means to be able to build a reputation. One of the things that Rashada had said was that, you know, he grew up with his dad playing at Arizona State, knowing that history. He grew up with wearing Arizona State jerseys. He grew up with this being his dream school. He grew up and drew a picture of himself with Arizona State gear on and gave it to his dad. This is a guy who clearly wants to be at Arizona State. He also made the note, and this is very important, that narratives can be caught up for people. He said about Rashada, he's a great person. You get caught up in the narrative, and the narrative is what sells. This is a really good kid who wanted to be a Sun Devil, whose dad went here, who grew up wearing his jerseys, like I said. This is clearly something that they're completely invested in. This is clearly something that the Rashada family is invested in. This is not NIL driven. This is not anything except his dream college. Will there be NIL? Of course there will be. That's today's game and age. But this was not one of those things that was driven completely by the money. This was driven by Rashada's passion for the game and Rashada wanting to come play for Kenny Dillingham. On the topic that I previously mentioned of building reputations here, DJ Foster is on staff. DJ Foster was at the, at the, at the cafeteria today when we got to interview all the coaches. Asked about uh, DJ Foster and what it means for him to be on the staff. Kenny Dillingham said he's living proof of the concept. The concept he's referring to is building a reputation at a university and being able to make it so that people recognize who you are and whatnot. He said, excuse me, he said, if you come here, you'll be a legend. The fact that you came here and in awe of DJ Foster and you felt some sort of way, that can be you. He's a great leader and a great mentor for these kids. That's entirely the point of what Kenny Dillingham is trying to do when establishing a community right now, is having these kids recognize DJ Foster And then for them to be like, I want to be the next DJ Foster. And then they are able to begin investing in themselves, investing in their future, and investing in creating an image inside the Valley. Dillingham talked more about recruiting in the state. He said they think other opportunities are better because they don't know. Having these kids back is showing that this is a place people want to be. You don't have to turn over every rock. You don't have to have a reason or a why you just want to be here. One of the things that Dillingham had talked about was these kids will take, you know, trips out to colleges where it's a little cooler. And these Arizona kids have no idea what they're getting in for. These college kids don't realize that there's snow and it's cold and it's not like the 50 degree weather in December through February in Arizona. It's 10 degrees outside. It's a whole different ballgame that these kids aren't as comfortable with, but they don't know that Arizona State is such a great opportunity because Arizona State previously wasn't doing a good enough job trying to get these kids in. That's changing now. Kenny Dillingham is invested in changing the way that these kids perceive Arizona State University. That's huge all in itself. Talking about the quarterback room. He said, it's competitive. He said, it's a group of people that are going to compete, but the goal is to make everyone better. Your goal is to say, when I leave here, am I the best that I can possibly be? It's about sharing a vision and teaching our guys is the goal. Dillingham noted, he feels there are five quarterbacks on this roster that can start for the team in week one. And I'm sure that there is going to be tons of competition between Jacob Conover, Jaden Rashada, Trenton Bourget, Drew Pine, Bennett Meredith. there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of iron sharpens iron when it comes to the quarterback room. One of the things that I know previously, uh, coach Rashad samples had mentioned was they're not going to be worried about the quarterback room. They're going to be worried about themselves. So you've got the positional groups that are going to be worried about making each other better. The quarterbacks aren't going to be worried about the receivers and vice versa, nor are the running backs going to be worried about those positions, nor the offensive linemen. Instead, everybody is going to be focusing on being the best version of themselves for this. Dillingham continued. He said, these kids don't get tricked to come here. No promises, but to get pushed to a level they've never had. Our culture is to have way more fun than anywhere else in the country. He talked about the impact of Rashad committed. He said, being happy still matters. There's so many things that get thrown around at these 16, 17-year-old kids. At the end of the day, you got to show up and be happy. He's showing people that it's okay to be happy. Dillingham noted that he doesn't go into living rooms and is a rah-rah guy. He lays down a reality for these kids. He says, you're promised nothing. Are you ready to compete? Are you ready to understand that this is not going to be An easy opportunity for you. This is not going to be walk in and start as a freshman from day one. You might not start in, in year one. You might have to work your way into that role. Dillingham gives them a reality and teaches them and helps them to understand that it's going to be a process and it's not going to be something that instantly snaps for them. It's going to be a process. They asked, or excuse me, we asked about the transfers on the offensive line. He said, They're going to be essential for what we're trying to do. And he noted that he loves the experience of these guys like Bram Walden coming from Oregon. You've got the kids coming from Nevada and from I don't have my list in front of me, but they're coming from major programs and they have major experience. And he noted experience at those positions is crucial. And what we needed, you have to have an offensive line in order to run productive practices to make everyone better. The offensive line is a massive question mark right now for the team. And Dillingham is excited about what he was able to bring in in order to create competition and move forward as a team. Asked if there were going to be any more changes to the defense. He said, probably not much. It'll depend on post spring. You never know. I, I think we filled a lot of needs, but we'll see. So I don't know how many more transfers I'm going to be counting in on or recruits. Seems like, they're probably done for the moment. And with almost 25 or 25, almost 45 players coming in via the transfer portal and via the 2023 recruiting class, that's a lot of change. That's a lot, a lot of change. Asked about the new defense, he said, We brought in quite a few. The culture, the type of player that is here, they can all have an effect on the quarterback. This is a quarterback driven league. And because of that, defense has to be played at a more pro style way. He noted, That right now with so many different schemes, there has to be better assignment football. There has to be more consistency and that the defense has to be able to understand things on the fly and be able to adjust accordingly. So for Arizona State, there is that emphasis and there is that notion that they have to be doing better defensively. He goes on to say, talking about what he'll be looking for at spring practices. He says adversity response where we're going to put these guys in a position to fail on a consistent basis. And we want to see how these guys respond. Now that's something you don't hear every day. We're going to put these guys in a position to fail. Interesting. Right. And what he means by that is he's going to place them in positions where they're uncomfortable. He went on to say that it's easy to place a kid in a, in a situation to succeed, but what's not easy is, is for these kids to go on and respond. Quote, it's easy to be successful and respond poorly. If you lose a rep, do you hop back up? How do you respond when things don't go your way? Very interesting. This is a very good thing, in my opinion, for Arizona State to to understand, is for them to realize that life isn't gonna be easy. Practices aren't gonna be easy. They're gonna be hard. They're gonna be grueling. There's days where you're going to want to quit. There's going to be days where you want to take plays off. And Arizona State right now under Kenny Dillingham is here to tell you that's not an option. You're part of this football team. You're part of this future. You're part of this program. You need to be all in. And then wrapping it up, of course, talking about getting everyone all in, talking about the spring game. He said, show up. He said he doesn't want to just activate the Valley to be just a hashtag. We all thought that was pretty funny. He doesn't want it to be just a hashtag. He wants it to be motivation, not just for the program itself. These kids will be motivated when they see the 40,000 people that show up to the practice game, when they see all of the businesses that are buying into the NIL, when they see all the boosters that are investing their time, their money, and their efforts into making this program better. It's going to be everything. He said to finish his conference, unless we show up, we haven't activated crap. And I could not agree anymore. By the way, he did say crap. There was not any swearing. It was a great press conference overall. I came away very impressed with the demeanor of all the assistant coaches, the way that Kenny Dillingham talks. He's super personable. He's funny. He's charismatic, but he's also a guy of business. You know, this isn't. This isn't your typical 32 year old. This is a guy who's coming in with a plan, understands what he needs to do, how he's going to execute it. There clearly is an idea here for Arizona state, and it's going to be a program that I definitely believe is on the come up. And as long as these guys are there continuing to preach the right things, if they are able to place their practices into effect, because talk is cheap. You can say all the right things. It's about actually executing it. If they do, this is going to be a dangerous team. Look out everybody else. That's all I got for you on this edition of the Locked on Sunnivals podcast. Stay tuned with us as we begin breaking down the new recruiting class, which includes players like Jaden Rashada. We take an in-depth look. We look at depth charts. We look at competitions. We look at potential starting lineups. We're going to be doing all of this and more on the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. So wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications. Stay in touch by following us on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrats36 and you can find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.